21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. My name is Vash Tomanek. I'm from small city in the Czech Republic. I'm 25 years old and currently I run three seven-figure businesses. What I want to share with you today is the four-step framework for achieving any goal you have in your mind. Whether it's financial goal, business goal, health goal, relationship goal, I will share four-step formula so you can achieve that. So without further ado, let me straight go into that. First step is you have to have vision. If you don't know what you want, how can you get it? It's like coming to the airport and saying, I want to go somewhere. <laughs> it's not going to work. The same applies to your life. So if you want to get more financials, okay, what is it exactly? What do you want exactly? How many hours you want to work per day? How much money you want to make? If it's in terms of your health, uh, exactly what shape are you in? So first step is knowing specifically what you want. Second is a lot of people know what they want, but when first uh, obstacle arises, they give up. When it gets difficult, which it will every single time it gets difficult, most people give up because they don't have enough inner motivation. And inner motivation is something I call your reason why you want it. Because if you want to lose weight just to look good, usually it's not, that's not enough motivation. If you want to make money to show off on social platforms, again, that's not a big reason why. But for example, if there is something deeper within you, you want to fulfill your potential, you want to help your family, you want to provide incredible life for your loved ones, all of a sudden, it will be much harder to, to give up if you encounter obstacle. So I tell people is the bigger the reason why, the smaller the obstacles. The, the lower the why, the bigger the obstacles. So step number two is know exactly why you want to achieve it. Uh, the vision and why you are not going to give up until it's done. Third step is now let's make it actionable because you could have a great vision. You might know your reason why, but if you don't take any active steps, then nothing is going to happen. And I like the analogy of rather go for consistency than intensity. Because a lot of people, new year, new me, or new month, new me, and they, after week, they give up. I tell people, rather commit to what I call 90-day challenge. That's something I've used in my life over and over again. And basically, I commit to three actions that I can do every single day for the next 90 days. And rather than something big, like going five times a week to the gym for two hours, why not go for a run for 15 minutes every day or something, 15 minutes of a movement and putting three actionable steps, you will immediately start taking progress towards your goals. And later when I will be sharing my story, you will exactly see how I use these 90 day challenges to get to my goals. But for, what are free actions you could do every single day 
that would move you closer to your goals. And again, consistency is the key here. You want to compound the actions. So rather than doing something intensely for a week, rather commit doing less, but longer or more consistently. That's step number three. Step number four is who you need to become to get there. And what do I mean by that? I tell people to produce change externally. You need to produce first change internally. So I know that the person listening or watching this episode, I know that the person is far different from the person who has already achieved the goal they have in mind. To give you an example, when I started, I was from Czech Republic, broke, delivering food for Uber Eats. And I set the goal of hitting $10,000 a month. Outrageous goal. And the me delivering the, uh, the food for Uber Eats would never achieve that. He was insecure. He was not confident. He was procrastinating. And as a result, I had to truly ask myself, who do I need to become? And few of these things where he would be more confident. I need to become more confident. I need to become more courageous. I need to start being more consistent with my action. I need to spend less time on social media. And I describe in detail almost the Vash 2.0 or the future self. And that's step number four to making any goal a reality. So to summarize, first, know your outcome. What do you want? What's the vision? Then what is your reason why to get there? Then what are the free actions you can take every day, small steps to make it happen? And lastly, write down who you need to become to get there. And then I guarantee you in the next 30, 60, 90 days, you're going to get it. So let me quickly share my story. So I'm now 25 years old. And when I was young, I wasn't exposed to entrepreneurship. I didn't have any family member who owns a business. I didn't see any friends who had a business. So I just followed the usual path, going to school, and then very likely getting some nine to five job. Until at the age of 18, I opened a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that book completely opened my eyes to new possibilities, that there is another route called entrepreneurship. And from that book, I understood that I can do it too, even though nobody in my family is an entrepreneur. But back then, I thought that I need to have this big idea, that I need to create next Apple. I need to create next SpaceX. But of course, I didn't have these ideas nor the capital to make them happen. So I decided to go to university and support myself by delivering food for Uber Eats. But then came a moment that was defining moment because I saw around me people in their 30s, 40s still delivering food for Uber Eats. And I saw they couldn't afford the holidays they wanted. They couldn't give their families what they wanted. And I realized something needs to change. So I was ready to make commitment to start finally my own business. 
And I asked myself, what are my skills? What are my strengths? And I was studying marketing. I was a little bit playing with Facebook ads. So I decided, hey, I will open an agency that is helping e-commerce businesses with their Facebook and Instagram advertising. And what happened is I used the 90-day challenge. So let me go through the four steps to see clearly how I use it. First was a vision. I set outrageous goal for myself. I want to hit $10,000 a month in the next 90 days, even though my business was doing zero. So that was my vision. I know exactly what I wanted. Second, what is my reason why? Even though it doesn't seem grandiose, my why was I never want to sit on the bike ever again and deliver the food. And, but to me, that created such inner motivation, such inner drive that I know that I'm going to do whatever it takes. Okay, I ask myself, what are free actions I can take every day? First, I need to get in front of potential customers. How am I going to do it? I recorded 10 personalized videos every single day to potential customers. 10 videos a day uh, pitching basically potential customers. Second, I had to learn sales. What if I book a meeting? Now I need to sell. I am not good at sales. English is not my first language. So I was like, okay, two hours a day I will spend on sales. So every day I would study sales. And lastly, number three, I use visualization. So every day I would visualize 15 minutes the achievement of my goal, how I'm celebrating it with my friends, how I'm already having the business I, I wanted. And what happened? I sent 630 videos. I did all of my actions every day and nothing happened. <laughs> no meetings, no clients, no money. But I knew that at this point, everybody is going to give up. Most people would give it up probably day 20 because it's not working. But I knew that my time is coming. I knew each video makes me better. And what happened in the next 27 days, I signed five clients and I hit $10,000 on May 1st, which was exactly day 90. And that was also the day I graduated from university. So it climbed together like a magic. I've worked with a bunch of people in the mindset space and I haven't ever met two individuals that are taking it so serious like John and Vash. And for them it's really about providing value. I can truly say that from the bottom of my heart. And when I came here, my goals as an entrepreneur, 22 years old, were like purely financial. You know, you want to get to 10K a month, let's say. You want to have the nice house, whatever. But these guys really taught me that the way to get there is to level up as a person first and leaning into the feeling that things will flow naturally. And I think that's where most entrepreneurs kind of get it wrong. They purely focus on money. They purely focus on like getting shit done. And these guys like really taught, not only myself, but also the other people here, that it's all about the inner work, 
all about self-improvement. I believe that business strategies are incredibly important. They can save you hundreds of hours. They can save you a lot of effort, a lot of money. But I believe that business success depends from 80%, maybe even more, on the mindset of the business owner. To give you an example, if the business owner has a fear of taking a risk, he's very likely not going to take maybe risky decisions that could grow the business to the next level. If he's stressed out micromanaging the team, again, the team is going to suffer and the business is not going to grow as much as it could. And so I always focus on the business owner's mindset. That's to me super important. And when I studied loads of people who weren't achieving the goals in the business, I noticed one common thing, which is what is stopping them is usually some form of fear. Or on the other hand, they have certain doubts or they have certain limiting beliefs. So to give you example with the fears, somebody might be afraid what other people will think of them. And even though he knows that content creating videos it would take the business to the next level, because of this fear of what if other people won't accept me? What if they laugh at me? He won't be doing the videos. And as a result, again, the business might not reach the potential it could. Or on the other hand, they might have some limiting belief. <laughs> I met one entrepreneur who believed that money is bad or people who have money are bad. So every time he made money, he would sabotage himself. He would spend it. He would make stupid or ignorant decision and invest the money to some scam and intentionally lose the money because deep down he believed that people who have money are bad. Again, where it stems from, from childhood. That's what he he heard every single day from his parents or in the news even. So these are the things that are stopping so many entrepreneurs. And what I tell people is, especially to overcome the fears, they need to start treating the fear like not an enemy that stops them, but almost like a friend that is just warning them, but it doesn't mean they can't go. It's almost like on a street or on a road. Sometimes you have warning hey, be careful here, but it doesn't mean you will stop there. It just means you will be a little more cautious. So I created this small game that I play with my fear because fear still happens. I tell people courage doesn't exist without fear. Like if somebody say, oh, he's courageous, that means he had to have fear and he did it anyway. That's how courage is created. So I do this. Let's just say I'm about to make decisions that I know is right, but there is fear. All of a sudden, I start feeling maybe in my stomach some tension. I start like the voice starts talking. What if this happens? What if that happens? In that case, I do this. I said, fear, welcome back. Thank you for coming. I know you're trying to protect me, but I've got this. So just sit on the bench, watch me, and watch how I'm going to handle this or how I'm going to just pull this off. And just this small story or small few sentences I share with so many entrepreneurs and it helped them tremendously because all of a sudden the fear loses its grip on people and people can make the decisions they want to make. So tell your story. How was it joining Mindspool? Coaching with John. Coaching with John was what Mindspool was. 
and now it's my entrepreneur. And uh, yeah, it was it was probably the reason I am where I am today. Uh, working with John and then kind of transitioning into my entrepreneur. Um, the principles of teach, their mindset stuff. It's it's the most important thing in business and I think in life. And um, yeah, tapping into that really allowed me to like meet my full potential and like max out in obviously business and sort of hitting key goals, which probably is what people watching this will buy into. So hitting the 10K just after 90 days and now surpassing that and making over kind of seven figures in revenue in the first year. Um, I don't really like touching on that, but you guys probably want to hear it. Um, yeah, but then also just sort of tapping into that and understanding it and doing it in a sustainable way where I'm healthy and happy whilst doing it. Um, that for me, the most important thing. Once I hit the 10,000 doors, of course, I didn't stay there, but it was a huge win to me because all of a sudden at 23, I went from 1,000 doors from Uber Eats now making 10,000 and having great momentum. So I continued growing the business and all of a sudden, a lot of entrepreneurs started coming to me, asking me, Vash, can you coach me? You seems like you know what you're doing. And as I, as I mentioned, I started coaching them mostly on the mindset because they had the strategies. They could Google how to send emails, how to do LinkedIn outreach. They could watch a YouTube video. But again, there was something holding them back. And now I call it mindset. There were some blockages, whether it was the fears, limiting beliefs. They were procrastinating. And I started coaching them on the mindset and they got ton of results very quickly. And in that moment, I decided I want to impact more people because more people need to hear this message. And that's when I partnered with my now business partner and great friend, John. And we set up a second business, which is called Manchepreneur, where we've now helped over 1,000 entrepreneurs from 63 countries just overcome these blockages so they can grow their business and live more exciting or fulfilled life. And then... I, again, identified a problem because I tell people entrepreneurship is just solving problems. That's all. There is not much to it. But certain people are trying to solve a problem nobody has. <laughs> That's why they invest so much money in starting a business, developing a product that unfortunately nobody wants. But I started to face a real problem in my first business. All of a sudden, tracking uh, advertisement became difficult through some changes to Apple policy. And so instead of sitting on a couch crying like most people did, oh, the results are not the best, I decided to create a software company that is giving advertisers back the data they need. And this is a big lesson for everybody listening is every time you identify a problem, then I, I recommend people to develop first beta solution. So some first version just to test if people really want it before you spend hundreds of hours developing a product or course or service that at the end of the day, nobody wants. So if you see a problem in the marketplace, develop some beta solution, see if people are willing to put money on the table to buy it. And if yes, then you have very likely good business to start. John and Vash have given me so much more than just entrepreneurship and these mental models on how to be a better business owner. They've given me the tools and the systems and the mindset and the foundations on how to be a better person, how to, they've, they've allowed me to reconnect with myself, which is something I didn't even know I wasn't. I didn't know I was disconnected from myself. And I'm just someone I'm so proud of today because every day I know who I want to be and 
I know how I need to think, how I need to feel and how I need to act to be that person because I know by being that person, I'm going to get what I want. I'm going to have the things I want. And I... <laughs> so a lot of people ask me, okay, Vaj, you run three businesses. You still exercise almost daily. You have many routines. You have hobbies. You have girlfriend. How come you're able to balance it all? Because I can't even balance my one business. For example, somebody might ask me, And I always tell people there are a few things. First, I tell people that effect efficiency uh, shortens the time. So the more effective you're at work or do it working on your projects, the less time you need to spend on them. So, so when I look at people, they might tell me, I work all day. And then I look at their day and I'm like, well, how come you spend 30 minutes on your phone here? How come you jump here from email to LinkedIn, to Snapchat, to Instagram, to Twitter? <laughs> You're like, you're so ineffective. And as a result, yes, you need to work 10 hours. But if you really want it, maybe you could do it in three hours. So I learned the skill of almost silencing everything and just focusing on one thing at a time. So I have two phones. One is my main phone, which stays in the living room until lunch. Until lunch, I use my second phone, which has only music, which only has alarm clock. So basically, nobody can call me there. And so until lunch, all I do is I work on the priorities. I work on the businesses or tasks that move the businesses forward. And I don't open Slack. I don't put email. I don't answer LinkedIn. Maybe my project is script a new video, record a new video, and maybe uh, create a hiring process. Okay, I just lock myself in, in the task. I put 45-minute timer. And after 45 minutes, I take 10-minute break. And 45 minutes, 10-minute break. And if I start my day at 7, by 12, I'm done. <laughs> like I've done so much in just those five hours that until lunch, I created so much output. And all the coaching, all the calls, on all the social media and emails, that's something I do after the lunch. So I first focus on growing the business. And then I do more things that maintains the business, let's just say. And that way, I have more time for my loved ones. Therefore, I have more time for my health or hobbies. And this is what I tell everybody because I, I don't like entrepreneurs who say I spend 16 hours a day in work. Like, I don't really know if that's what you were put on this planet for. Maybe there could be period of time. But if you've been doing over and over again, Maybe it's time to hire somebody and delegate. Maybe it's time to better to learn to prioritize. Maybe it's time to become better at focusing. Because there is literally no point spending 16 hours a day at work. Because I know that you are not effective at all. But if you really focus for the five hours in the morning, I know you can produce more than it took you maybe even whole. Let me share one more thing regarding the second step of the four-step framework, which is the reason why. I remember as my businesses started growing, somebody asked me, okay, Vaj, what's your next goal? And back then I was thinking a lot in terms of financial goals. And almost I found myself in a point where I didn't really have financial goal because 
I ex uh, I almost exceeded the goals I I I could even figured out before. And he asked, he told me, Vash, I'm aiming for 50,000 now. I said, okay, me too. So almost I accepted somebody else's goal. And what happened is next few weeks, I had a hard time kind of waking up and going after it, doing the actions. And I was asking myself, why is it? And I realized that my reason why for 50,000 was none. Like there was no reason. It's not going to change anything in my life. And that what happened, I remember that when I was at the university, I was impressed by one charity that is getting clean water to people or areas where there is no clean water. And back then, all I could afford was like $10, 10 pounds. So I just donated at least something I could. And I realized... I'm at a position where I could donate the whole project. And that seems scary, but at the same time, exciting. So I called the charity and asked them, how much would it cost to donate for the whole village? And they said, we have this project here that would help over 400 people get clean water into their houses, even though they are now walking three hours for the water. And I said, that's the goal. And all of a sudden, I wasn't chasing some meaningless number on a bank account. I was chasing 400 people raising a glass of water with clean water saying, thank you, Vash. And that gave me such a motivation that I not only sponsored the entire project that was finished a few months ago, so 400 people in Ethiopia have now clean water, but as a result, I even hit the 50,000 goal. Almost because I had a deeper reason why I took more action rather than if I was chasing just some number in a bank account. So if you have any question on myself, you can go to Vash, that's V-A-S-H underscore Tomanek, that's T-O-M-A-N-E-C on Instagram. You can send me a message. The same way I'm on LinkedIn, so you can send me a message there. And if you want to find out more about what we do in Manchapreneur, then just go to manchapreneur.com and you will find out more. So if you have any questions, just go there and I will be happy to answer any questions you might have. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik.